The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Live from the old National Bank State Street studio, across from the historic Chicago Theater, you are listening to Carmen and Yurko on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. This is WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Thanks to Todd Furman and Connor McKnight for helping out with today's show. Thank you for listening and calling. Good work by Black and Abdallah. The guys are on 7 to 8 tonight. That'll follow Bears Weekly from 6 to 7, which will follow Waddle and Sylvie. And you can go see them today at Real Time Sports in Elk Grove Village. Elk Grove Village. Great place. Yeah, love love it out there. And it's time for Crosstalk brought to you by Club Hawthorne Betting Bars featuring horse racing, video slots, and sports betting throughout Chicagoland. It's the MacGyver version of the show today. The MacGyver version. Did you guys piece yeah. it together? Oh, I've my, never seen this, guys. God. Oh, yeah? 18, almost 18 years together, yeah. I've never walked into a broadcast to see Waddle working on the uh, the fundamentals of putting us on the air ever. Yeah. It was it was a thing of beauty. Usually it's not because of a lack of uh, desire to help out. It's because I don't know my ass from a hole in the ground. How did you know what to do with the equipment? I did not. I was just, I w- you know what I was, Carm? I was like the just kind of hired help that carries heavy things. Oh, you spitballing. Yeah. Like I move chairs around. I oh, do all the nice. stuff that has nothing to do with technology. But well, uh, we found a way to do it. You were helpful. That's good. Yeah, scotch tape and uh, band-aids. We put it all together. And now you're on the air, see? Are we? Are we on the air? You're yeah, on the air. Yeah, we hear you. Yeah. And I will say this as well. Usually, with no disrespect, Matt, with this comment, this is not a scenario that will sit well with my partner. He was as calm, cool, and collected as I've ever seen him in my entire life. Oh, he's he's he's. It uh, was pleasant. He's matured. He's, he's matured. He's, he's matured. He's matured. He handled the adversity like a champ. The new man, you know. Still not perfect, but uh, different perfect. than 10 years ago. Yeah. Was, for sure. I, Take a couple of deep breaths. Yes. Look, the, the key is, I don't think, are we on Twitch yet? Uh, we're still not on Twitch yeah, yet, but the key is, like I said to Waddle, we're a radio show. That's right. Let, let's get on the radio first. Boom. And then, uh, you know, if and when we get on Twitch, we get on Twitch. Right. Show great leadership and, and when you we'll, came in. We'll get on Twitch, but yeah. let, let's... Let's let's get one thing done at a time. Yeah, we did it. This this was a late edition broadcast too. Like, uh, we're like uh, just to peek behind the curtain, we have a uh, a movie screening tonight yes. from our CEO in the area. So the, we were going to be out in this area anyway. So we're like, let's do the show at Real Time Sports. It's an old standby, so let's head out there. Yes. That way we don't have to fight the traffic. We could be at the uh, movie screening. And then, uh, so we we said let's let's add a late uh, a late broadcast. Tomorrow's the big one tomorrow for the is. for the holiday party. Yeah, you guys are you excited? You got everything lined up for tomorrow? Are we ready to go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you heard the top five, Carm? Not all of them. No, no we haven't. Heard a couple of them. We should do that today. Uh, Charlie, should. we should make room, whether it's at fourth. I don't know what. Uh, I know we've got your A-list, the Aki's A-list at four, maybe at 4.30. Let's do it on a loop. You know, <laughs> like at 4.30, we should reestablish for those who are going to be listening tomorrow, the top five who will be competing tomorrow. So everybody knows. Hey, did you guys hear Carmen and Yurko yesterday? They want to have their own top five. That's yeah. cool. Kind of like the yeah. AP and the coaches right. poll. They want to have their own. I love the title. comparison. <laughs> yeah. We'll split the title. What do you think about that? 
Dual hey. national champions? There, and there are, I told Carmen that there are a couple of ones that, like, there was one that we could not even put in the system. Oh, my God. Where, like, because if a mistake was made. And it played. And it played, it would be it would be very, very bad. Oof. It was a fantastic song. One of the best I've heard in 10 years. Really? Do we yes. have a copy yes. of it but we, But we, we could not even put it in the system. It's, we have it. Can, can Tyler it, send it to me? Yes, it's in the computer, but it's not in the like in the system where like someone could accidentally play it to go on the air. Okay, if it well, gets into good. the system, Carm, the system it's like Mission Impossible. It, it, it it'll destroy know, itself. Destroys itself after like ten seconds. I, I definitely uh, definitely tell Tyler to send it to me. I would love to hear it. Want to hear it? We want to hear that, guys. Oh, you, you'll love it, Yurk. Yeah, good kid. You'll love right it. up. The good kid's gonna right love it. Um, all right, so what's going on today? What are you guys feeling frisky about? We're going to talk some baseball today we a did. little bit. We did with a little. Je- I heard you guys with Jeff Passan yeah. at 3 o'clock. I even got a phone yes, call from, from Cap today. Like wow. I had a missed call from Cap. And then uh, not only did I have a missed call from Cap, he doubled back and then called me like an hour and a half later. And then so what that time I picked up. Pray tell, what could he yeah, have wanted? What, what did he want? He wanted to talk some baseball. He had oh. some intel. Oh, really? About oh, the yeah. oh, big stuff. What are they doing? Who are they going to sign? Uh, who's well, that guy they just signed that's on a, the uh, backup catcher, a single, uh, single like, A contract? He's a guy who's really just been a, a, a backup catcher for years. You guys are on your way. Go Cubs, but go! You got to do stuff. You, you got to do that sort of stuff too. Okay. Right. You got to yeah, sign guys to minor sure, league deal. Sure, you Absolutely. do. I mean, like it. I mean, it's the business of baseball, Sylvie. That's right. It's not like guys are going off the board right no, now. Right. Like, not make, yourself, hand, make yourself. There will feel be better. time. There will be time to hammer them if and when they don't sign anybody. Yeah, but nothing's it's not, happening right now. Nothing, Sylvie. nothing. Like remember when everyone was reporting, oh, Dylan Cease could go any day. Yeah, come on. Well, what, what, what's going on there? Yeah, the Reds t- got a third base. I'm just man. saying, like everybody. Oh yeah, you got the Candyman. Yeah, we got, got Candyman. You didn't want the Candyman. Boy, three I was, year, got him. Three-year commitment. I was, you know what? Uh, it smells a lot like that deal they did with Castellanos a couple of years ago when you well, asked him, and then Castellanos he went to right field out there, and he was raking. He doesn't have Castellanos' power. I was texting with our friend Dean from Dino's Sports Fan Shop in the yeah, Glen. I texted with him also. Waddle. Me too. Waddle. Yep. You can't get. Ellie De La Cruz is the most popular jersey out there. get. Yeah. Ellie De La Cruz nope. jersey. He's still not a believer. Gio wants an Ellie De La Cruz jersey. Gio's like, I, I got nothing. He goes, you can't get him. He's That's... not going to get one. I, I, I you mean, know what? I got some connections with the Reds. I may be able to hook oh, you up for Christmas, dude, Carmen. I, I mean, you tell your I son want, it's, I need a it's set large. to be disappointed this okay. year. I need a youth. I'll you pay know what? for Let it. Let me work on that. I'll pay for it. I mean, I, if, if you know somebody at the Reds, I'm paying. I just need a youth. Large, either red or white, doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm sure Barry Larkin could take care of that. I'm sure Barry Larkin could take care of it. I bet he could. Make a call to Barry. Seriously, you know what? I'll reach out to a couple of folks and see if I can get an Ellie De La Cruz jersey for you. But you you gotta love that. That in Chicago, you these guys can't. Dino can't get. Dean can't get his hands on Ellie De La Cruz jerseys. What are you gonna do? It's fantastic. They they saved them all for the people in Cincinnati. So Wild's gotta love it. That's right, and if you base World Series championships on jersey sales, we're going to run away with this. Run away and hide, and baby. Hide. So you got that going for you. So yes, feel good about. I wish my team had somebody that everybody was going nuts for. I'm sure Robert jerseys do okay. Whoa, but whoa, 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 whoa! That catcher, of yours. Corey Lee, is, is, yeah. 
No, no, no. The one that you signed a couple of your grand doll. That guy. Oh, he's oh, gone. Yeah. That player. He's gone. Oh, bring him back. He sold about 16 jerseys here in Chicago. Well, Ben Attendee's still there. Well, he was here. By the way, speaking of Cincinnati, he was, he's from Cincinnati. Ben and, uh, Andrew Benintendi? Yes, yeah. Yeah, he's he is a crafty left-handed hitter crafty, from Cincinnati. Yeah, thanks. Crafty lefty from Cincinnati. How much of his uh, salary is deferred? <laughs> I don't not know. Enough. Like, not yet. Uh, not enough. Not enough. You know what? Speaking of the Reds, Carm, I heard the Reds were involved in the cease trade discussion. Really? Yes. Boy, they must feel like they have a little bit of a shot here to be frisky then, right? You don't they do may, that. that. That payroll may get up over $80 million. Whoa, there you go. Oof. But, you know, they had cease and actually... You know, that's a. I mean, I'm telling you, your team is interesting. Okay, they are good. They're, at I'm least glad. they're at least they're young and exciting. I'm glad, excited. You know, it's more than my team's got going There's for it. Maybe he'll go to a game one There's one year. Probably not. I'll tell you, my Probably team's got not. nothing. You guys like they're going to trade Dylan Cease. You know, they might trade Aloy. Well, what are you going to? I mean, what could they got, you, get you talk for about? Like getting ready for this is this is going to be another. It's going to be another rough one. Now, if you're telling me there's a plan and they're pivoting and they're going to acquire some young talent and see should bring them a pretty good return, like okay. And if Colson Montgomery's really good in a couple of years, I, there's maybe something to look forward to. But geez, this is going to be ugly for me. That's a 75 win season ahead. I don't know if it's a 75-win season 70, at this point. You might, you might be looking season. at a 70-win season the way it's going right By now. By the way, I think the Reds were also looking at Lucas Giolito. I believe that was correct. I hope they look the other way. Yeah. You don't want to look at Lucas Giolito. Well, yeah, you got to fill off. You need, you need at least six or seven starters, know, don't you, these but, days? Yeah, at least. You need at least six. I mean, you know that. Yeah. All right, so Chef Passing today. I like that. You feel a little yeah, pissed so, about baseball. That's so good. So Passing, we're going to talk to Courtney. Good. I got some Bears stuff for you today. I, I pulled the question. Um, yesterday, we were all positive. We mm-hmm. were talking about the short term. I heard I, I zoomed out a little bit today. I said, if Eberflus does return, mm-hmm. uh, does Getsy return with him? Hmm. Boy. I, I Again, I don't know how. I think I the biggest takes. Hey, the biggest complaint in the world has been we've had too many offense coordinators in there. I counted right. them down. I mean, you've had like six, seven guys for the last ten years. Every two years, right. one now, year they're yeah, gone. Now you got to. You're going to have a third offense. Yeah, you're going to do it again. Four years. I don't I mean, get it. That's what I mean. You're going to either like, all staying or they're not staying. I'm with you, Johnny. I think there's either massive change or no change. That's Thank why, you. like, that's where the flaw is. Like, okay, so you're going to bring Eberflus back, and what? You're going to keep Fields. But then you're going to give them another new offensive coordinator? Yeah, that would seem uh, counterproductive, wouldn't it? Right. And then, okay, so then is, let's say you don't bring Fields back, but you bring Eberflus back. Now you're going to let him get a new quarterback only to maybe fire him the following well, year? That I wouldn't do. I right. Would, well, if, so, so, where the, so that's what I mean, like, where's the logic in bringing him back. That's why I, I subscribe to what the good kid just said. I think you're either getting massive change or very, very little to no change. Because the, those those are the only two scenarios that make any sense at all. Instead of going halfway with certain stuff. Yeah, I don't know how you go halfway. Because again, it. if you remove the coordinator and keep the coach, the coach isn't on, on firm ground, right? No. Like, and what if, for whatever reason, something happens and they don't take that next step? Well, then he may be out at the end of next year, and now you've got a coordinator. Well, who's going to take that job if there's no security, you know? 
I hear people saying it all. Well, Todd Munkin came in from to the Ravens. Listen, fellas, John Harbaugh well, can on. have that job as long as he wants. Right. And Eric DaCosta isn't going anywhere. Yeah. And by the way, their quarterback isn't going anywhere either. Yeah, that's so a silly comparison. It's I mean, a that's horrible got, comparison. That, that, that organization is stable. Yes. I mean, that's silly. That's so when think about all the different head coaching jobs that are going to be open, that will be hiring uh, offensive coordinators. Then think of Pittsburgh's going to get a new offensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. Would you do you want to be do you want to be Tomlin's OC or do you want to be Eberflus's OC? Again, you want the stability. You want to go to the organization that's got the the, history of stability. Yeah, you're right. By the way, did you guys see uh, the article, I think it was from Barnwell, about projecting if there could be as many as 10 open head coaching jobs and which one I think he be, listed? Did you see it? I think it's going to be which, close. From from whatever 10 to 1, what was the least desirable to the most desirable? Oh, I didn't see that, no. Bears have to be fairly high. Uh, what, the draft pick, you would think? Yeah, yeah. That's a tease. Maybe we'll talk oh, good. about that. Why don't like we open that, with Waddle. that sure. at two thirty? Good tease, Waddle. That's I got to find the article now. I read it this morning. <laughs> no, Waddle's not. That's he good, can't though. remember where the Bears are. Yeah, I don't know. I like no, it. I know where they're at. I just don't know they're if I can Chicago. find the article. I like that. Thank Waddle. you, John. John, and Mike, can I sit next to you tonight at the movie? Um, I'm, I won't be there, unfortunately. Okay. I've got All a prior right. commitment. Can I sit next to a what cut, is that? A cut what, out what, of what do you got going? It's a commitment that was made prior to this. Yeah. Which was what? A commitment. A commitment is a man honors his commitment. That's right. Yes. Okay, yeah, so commitment. I know what what you kind of movie theater do they know, have in Addison? I know, I know what you try to do. No, I'm just Yeah, asking. no, I know. You've I matured. Don't know you, your commitment. You've matured, but you haven't matured at all sometimes. <laughs> it's like in, uh, uh, the, what's the uh, Jennifer Aniston, Vince Vaughn movie? The Breakup. Yeah. When a man makes a commitment to a team, he That's honors it. that commitment. He honors the commitment. Sneaky good movie, Carm. It's, it's a great, it is a sneaky good movie. And Hoskins is, is in it. Steve Hoskins is, is in it. The boss is, the, the head man is right, right down he, here. He's over your shoulder, so the be careful. The big chief. Look, oh, literally turn around oh, and look. Wow. Look, How about that look. timing? I've already seen him. I, I, I welcomed, to, I welcomed just, him to Chicago this morning. Peering over Yurko's shoulder. The right man never speak. stops. Can I tell you this? You want to come in? Never stop talking business today. Do you know that? <laughs> Who, yeah. Craig didn't? Yeah. The I minute, bet he loves a little love. Here, it was nonstop. How about this guy Giannis yesterday chasing yeah, after I that barely, basketball? That's why we should talk to him. I, I mean, barely got a hello and a how are you in, and he was still closing business with something going on in West Palm. Well, that's well, what he thought. probably oh, thought yeah. he could talk to you tonight at the movie. There's a shake at the stick. He had to go live. That's all I know. Uh, the boss is, is here. The big uh, movie premieres tonight. Yeah, but what, what, what's with your guy Giannis? I mean, it's just a game. What ball. happened there? Yeah, uh, what's going on with the Giannis? Game well, 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 who's joining us here? We said, Craig yeah, Carmen. establish it, Carmen. I like, just said, Craig Carmen's and the big boss is here. Well, and explain why it's why Giannis is his guy. Well, because he's a part owner of the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Yeah. And he's a full owner of the... Good karma brand, GKB. Yes, he is. Yeah, that's true. Thanks, yeah, thank that's you. I'm here true. for you guys. Just yeah, to that's true. Make it clear he to our audience. A, pulled a Tommy Lasor. Yeah, that's true. A lot of opportunity to speak with all you guys. Um, so, um, you know, I, I think you know it was there. There was bad blood that started in Vegas. Mm. So this was not about last night. Okay. This was about the semifinals. This was about a team that had beaten the Bucks twice. This was about a team that, you know, that Tyrese Halberton did the Dame Time celebration and all that when he hit the last three. So then once the Bucks had won, once Giannis wanted his ball, then there was also around the prayer circle, it seemed like 
the Pacers players have been told not to talk to the Bucks players after the game, and there's there was some of that going on. Mm. And then all of a sudden, they see the coach leaving with the ball. And was that an NBA thing, or was that a team thing that the Pacers shouldn't have been talking to the? I think just I think their coach had kind of said like, hey. You know, Giannis, when we when we uh, when we beat them in Vegas, Giannis didn't go around and shake everybody's hand. So why do you, you don't need to go? I got you. That's a very Rick Carlisle thing to do. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. yeah and, I got you. And then there's two game balls. Okay, yes, so there's, there's two. two game that's balls. a good point. There's two game balls. So Dame Lillard hit a three pointer to become the fifth leading three point shooter in the history of the NBA last night. Oh. And Giannis set an all time Bucks franchise mark with sixty four points. Well that's more significant. The fifth all time leading three point shooter, big deal. Well so when Steph Curry broke the record, I remember saying he's gonna make another thousand threes. Yes, I mean yes. what are we uh, Well there was something else too. The, the, well, the rookie from well, the Pacers. The right, yeah. exactly. So that's what happened. So I think the Bucks kind of assumed they were gonna have both balls and then one of the Pacers coaches without any discussion kind of just took one of the balls and went off with it. Is that standard practice as you know it? Yes. When a rookie gets this first point, he gets a game ball? I mean, Richard, I, I know the Pacers definitely do it okay. all the time. Yeah. Richard Jefferson explained today, I think we have audio of it, that it is standard practice in the NBA that when a rookie scores his first points, that they grab the ball okay. right away. Yeah, so that's that's standard. Well, it makes for good drama, I'll tell you that. Giannis yeah. got a ball, but he said it wasn't a game ball because he knows what the game ball feels like. Giannis was awesome. Yeah, saying. he said, I know what the Would game ball feels like. Did they give him a like. shot ball? No, they went, just it? got him a ball from the, the ball rack. You know, here, Dude, here you go. what does this say? I mean, the Pacers are really good, but yeah. what does it say about a team's interior defense where they've now played, the, the Bucks have played the Pacers three times. Giannis is averaging in those three games over 50 points a game. Over 70% shooting from the field, and then over 80% from the line. It would tell me you got a problem around your rim. You guys should call Paul McKeskey back. Yeah, yes. And by the way, well, we, with we the lost tight two, shorts. And we it, lost it, two of the it, three it, games. The it, fact that we lost two of those three games. You lost two of them. Yeah. kind of yeah. amazing. It yeah. took hey, boss. I want to ask you. Carm's not coming to the movie tonight. I can't. Well, Yurko and I both had. No, Yurko all, was I've never so coming. Yurko was never coming that far away, like from know, Indiana all we, the way there. No chance Yurko should have coming. We should have brought the company it. chopper in with him. Could have brought him in. There is no company chopper yet. We only got a yet twenty-four seat King Air. And I've been so sick, and I, I don't think I'm contagious anymore. So it's probably you okay. Yeah, you are. I like that. You're well, I don't think I, I don't so. Think I be careful. You might be sick by tonight hope, with this I guy. I was really sick. I mean, I was awful. Carmen's uh, been carrying I mean, it with Keith it. Started it, unfortunately. Carmen would have loved Keith, it. Carmen would have loved it. Yeah, yeah. influenza A. Can, influenza A. That's what uh, Carmen has. And he's, he's spread out that I'm not seeing it. You, you made a movie about. I made a movie about my father, who's Mel Carmazan, who. You know, in this city, you know, owned a bunch or was the CEO of Infinity and, you know, Howard Stern and all that stuff. And then he was the one who merged Sirius and XM Radio. So he never wanted to tell his own story. So I did a documentary about his life. I I used to see him on CNBC all the time talking to uh, Maria Bartiromo back in the day. The the movie actually starts with Maria Bartiromo. First first scene of the movie. Yeah, nice. You're a jack of all trades, making movies. I mean, everyone had a COVID project. It it took me 27 months. (laughs) Wow, no kids turned in the movie. (laughs) Do you have a yeah, COVID problem? You were drinking. You were busy drinking. Carl, you'd have been happy. Howard's in the movie. Howard's in the movie. Oh, Howard yeah. speaks in glowing terms. Yeah, I know. Dad, I mean, when, he's... When, uh, so Howard was the only person I, the first person I sent the movie to. Yeah. And I got an email from him um, 14 hours after I sent it asking for my cell phone. I was like, oh, oh. I guess his IT guys couldn't download it. It's not oh. working. And he was like, Craig, I had to talk to you. I'm so emotional. Wow. I just finished this. 
and there's never been something like this about my life and your dad's life and my dad and my life was so intertwined. Yeah. And I was on the phone with 45, 50 minutes. Can't believe Carmen doesn't want to see the movie, I right? Stop. I'm stunned. Yeah. Absolutely Especially stunned. In it. Carm, we'll hook you up to You're, an IV. Yeah, hook him out. Listen, that would be I, good. Be right fine. at the aisle. You'll be fine. We'll give you a stadium, pal. So you can sit right there. You ain't got to go to the bathroom, right? There he goes. Look at that. Yeah. Now the coughing just yeah. got worse. It's terrible. I swear to God, I don't I think it's about having to today. go to the bathroom, is it? I don't think it is not about having to go to the bathroom. I've got control of my faculties. I'm not sure what you're talking All about. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm worried about you. You know how concerned I am about I you. Happy to pinch it for you last Thank night. Thank you very much. Bear, Bear's going to beat the Browns? Yes. I think it's very possible. Very possible. Yes. I mean, with how, good, him, the, yes. with how good the defense is playing and Flacco being... Flacco? Yeah. I mean, you got to think this is a winnable game, even on the road, right? I Whoa. think it's winnable. These are all winnable. Because right. everything in the NFL is... I, I don't think the Bears are winning this one. Why? I, I'm kind of with you, Carm. I think it's going to be very close. I just think this matchup... This game's all about matchups. I think this matchup's a little tricky for them. Yeah. Well, the Browns give up like twelve points a game at home yeah. and like yeah. thirty points yeah. a game on the yeah. road. Yeah. So you They're know, you great at home. They've got yeah. some injuries though, which is beneficial for us. Obviously, Miles Garrett's playing with one arm. The two tackles are Delpit out. Delpit is out. Wait. Uh, so, do you guys allow yourself to go to the like? The Broncos game was in our hand. The Lions game was in our hand. Like, we're actually a playoff team. Like, do you, uh, does, yes. your, does your mind go there? Your, your mind can venture that way, but it's on what you do, not what you might have done. Yeah. So I'm still at, at what we can do. So, Yurko, were there so NFL seasons it. where, like, guys would be like that, and you're like, dude, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. You are what your record says you are. My, my take day, is, like, said. if they I mean, I was 9-7 and seven, three it, years with the Packers. And you could look at it and say, hey, if we did this, did that, did that, it would have been better. But we were 9-7 and seven, three straight years. What far of quarterback? Chances so. are, had they won those, there would have been another loss or two somewhere where they won a game. You know what I mean? Like, it probably yeah, works know, those, out. But those feel so fluke. I mean, yeah. the Broncos game, you play that game Both nine, of them. 100 times. Both of them. I mean, but the Lions. That one, maybe I can understand that one. But the I Broncos one, even that one. I think the Lions game is more ridiculous than even the Broncos game. I thought the Lions game, like four, I mean, you have four minutes. I think they're both you horrific. Four minutes left. And, I, and, and when we come back, I'm going to give you some numbers. Radio discipline, boss. You've got to be uh, yeah, proud of that. Look, 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 we got partners here. I don't know if you know this, but we've got partners. I did not. No, know. not I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Carmazan over there. Yeah. Uh, we've got partners. Oh. Um, Look, Carmen's I, on over there. I oh, mean, first I name mean, basis. By, huh? by the way, the, the point, you should be thinking about your entire audience. You shouldn't be addressing things to like one person. I mean, come on. What's going well, on? Well, look, I want to just educate you on this. <laughs> We're going to have another content but, meeting right uh, now. But listen, I think, the, I think the talk about the Browns at home is a little bit flawed. And I want to share that with everybody about the, the, the numbers within the numbers on – Maybe there's a reason why the Browns are a little bit better at home. It's the elf and, on the field. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the elf. Well, no, Yurko, maybe they're not gonna... as good as we think defensively. Right. Yurko, I was going to change the channel, but that was such a good tease. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking around yeah, now. Yeah, what yeah, do you yeah, think of that? Now, so. I'm going to sprint to my truck. Is, yeah, Sylvie's. He's I'm a, sprinting he, there now. i got to listen. Like a greenie. Nobody does No elf on the shelf. I have a snoop on the stoop. That's what I have in my house. All right, what else is coming up today, boys? That's it. So, yeah. Uh, well, Waddle wants to talk about that uh, Barnwell article, too. I want to discuss. I polled the question about Getze, that if Eberflus, go, if Eberflus stays, does Getze get to stay as well? Um, we're going to talk to Jeff Passan at 3. Are the Cubs going to do anything? When will the C-Steel go down? 
um, what was Jerry Reinsdorf doing at the Nashville meetings? So, so much to discuss. No, Courtney Cronin from Hallis now at 5 o'clock, and we've got a lot to do today. Come out and see us. We're at Real Time Sports in Elk Grove Village. All right. Sounds good, boys. Have a, a great show. Good luck with the movie tonight. Thanks for stopping in, Craig. Thanks Appreciate so much. it. It was the only way I could get to see you today. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't hold it against take me for that. too long. As Cap would Happy say, holidays. take that, Carm. All right, Waddle and Sylvia will get you home next. We'll see you tomorrow. Plainfield B-dubs for a football feast with Miller Lite. We'll see you there tomorrow. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at twaddle 87 This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, uh, come on out and uh, see us at Real Time Sports in Elk Grove Village. If you can't make it today, don't forget tomorrow's the big day. It's uh, our big party. We're going to be uh, out celebrating the holidays, very festive, very merry, at uh, Bub City in Rosemont. We will be uh, celebrating the championship of the Holiday Parody Song Competition and just championship the holidays in, in general. It's a, a great time to gather and our biggest event uh, at the end of the year. So Bub City in Rosemont, it's a great area to be in, a big entertainment district, plenty of parking for you, great barbecue with Bub City. We're going to have Elijah Craig as uh, our title partner there, um, we're going to be sampling some 19 Crimes wine as well. And uh, prizes to be had. You can meet other fans of the show. And uh, I'll be there. Waddle will be there. Tyler Aki, some other people from the radio station, the Nissan Titan Street team. Oh, there'll be plenty of the, uh, the, the marketing team. And the sales crew. I'm wondering who's going to win the whole uh, the whole shebang. The lamp. Well, no, the lampshade award from our station. Oh, really? Oh, you oh, know I, somebody. Yeah, I, I, I think you we know, know that. somebody. Yeah, I think out we know that. Yeah, yeah, yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, I think at 4:30 we'll play you the five finalists in case you're unaware of who the five finalists are. Carmen was unaware, so why don't we do that at 4:30? Today is also Would You Rather Thursday. Oh. We've got uh, a, a gift card to the Pride Store to give away. So send us your would-you-rathers. Um, I know Kev Bo will screen some. Kev Bo deserves high marks for today, getting this thing out on the uh, Him and Waddle. on the air. Well, re- the engineers. No, it was all Kev. I was just I was playing no, the role you, of assistant. You were taping stuff as I, was. I got in. Yeah, I, I was taping so. the taping the cords. A little down. manual labor. Yeah, for it. Yeah, but now yeah. I was uh, I was about this close from having a full blown anxiety. Yeah, so. yeah. So you have done good, kid. Like again, this was a late edition, so it wasn't like something we had scheduled. So, again, like a lot of the, the blocking and tackling wasn't done ahead of time like our normal events. Um, but, but come on by. We'll be here till uh, 6 o'clock. Send us your would-you-rathers. It is, uh, let me see if I can remember. It's either 11 or 12, and I always forget. It is at Kevbo11. No, it's, there's no numbers. It's just a no, ditch. No, it's Charlie's. Damn it. Okay, you're, you're mixing so, up okay, yeah. Charlie. So it's at Kevbo underscore. Underscore, correct. Yes. At Kevbo underscore, it's at C.R. Bevins. I think 11, isn't it? 11? That is correct. Yeah. Hey. At C.R. Bevins 11. So get the, the Would You Rathers to those two. They will screen them for the day. And uh, we'll give away a Pride Store gift card. 
Let, Sweet. Let, let, let me show you this. I know, and, and, then I, and then I know you've got the Barnwell story. I'm, it's an interesting story. But I, I just wanted it's to. very sh- long. I wanted to share this with you. I know a lot of people say, and, and the Browns are good. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Browns are terrible on defense, or I know they're better than average, and I know they'll, they'll create a better test for Justin Fields. Here's, here's what they've given up points-wise in the last three games. 30, uh, 27 points to the Jaguars with a gimpy quarterback starting for the Jags. Um, 36 points to a, a Rams team that has been up and down this year in a loss at the Rams. And 29 points to the Broncos. So basically they're giving up. 30-plus points a game in their last three. Go get them. Okay, so that's one home game, two road games. And like you guys said, they're better at home than on the road. Most teams are. Right. Now, to me, in their recent history, here's the reason why. The, t- the two games that they've thrived at home defensively in, in the back half of the season were to the Cardinals where they shut them out before Kyler Murray came back, a really bad Cardinals team where they shut them out 27 to nothing, and to a Steelers team while Matt Canada was still employed, 30, 13 to 10, two of the worst offenses in the league. So I, 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 like, I understand that they're better at home than on the road. Those are games that count. Before that, again, and, and, and another road game, they played the Colts in Indy the week. So these are the, their recent game. At the Colts, they allowed 38 points. At Seattle, they allowed 24 points. Then that Cardinals game where they shut them out. Bad team. At the Ravens, the Browns allowed 31 points. The Steelers game, Matt Canada. At the Broncos, they allowed 29. At the Rams, they allowed 36. Jaguars at home. They allowed 27. This team in recent memory with Garrett, with his bad shoulder, and with the way they've played as of late. And they're missing two or three other starters defensively. I I believe is very gettable. This is not the dominant defense that, that played really well against the Niners earlier in the year. I think you can get them, whether it's there in Cleveland or wherever you play them, if if Justin Fields plays well, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid in the last couple of days. But again, this is a team that's given up over 30 points in their last three. And I just gave you the Colts and the Seahawks and the Ravens and the Broncos and the Rams and the Jaguars who have scored a lot of points against this team. Um, I think you can, if you do things right and you handle your business, you can win this game. Nobody's going to confuse this Browns defense with the 85 Bears. Um, everything you said is 100% accurate. At the end of the day, they're still first in yards allowed, first in pass defense, first in third down defense. They sack quarterbacks. They take the ball away. They're not impenetrable. What ha- what the, the teams that you've mentioned are led by either veteran quarterbacks or good quarterbacks. And what we want is is our quarterback to have the same level of success as Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson 
and Trevor Lawrence, who also threw three interceptions in that game. They scored. They were behind. They were in chase mode the whole time. But he turned it over right. three times. Lamar Jackson faces this defense twice a year and is a former MVP. I'm with you. There's I'm a, not Gar- telling there's you a Gardner Minshew in there. Y- yes. And the week before Gardner Minshew, they played the 49ers and held them to 17 points. Look, again, I'm not telling you that you can't put a number on them. I'm just saying to you, I think this is a tougher challenge for them. And because of how Jim Schwartz will actually a- affect or go attack your, your, your young quarterback, it's a better challenge for them than, say, the, the Lions, who are a bottom five yeah. defense. That's all. Yes, for sure. That's it. For sure. Mo- most teams are right now. Then the Lions. The Lions are not playing good football. Yeah, or, or the Washington Commanders, who are dead last in yards allowed and dead last in points allowed. So, again, not going to elevate this Browns defense to elite status. It's just a better challenge for them for a number of reasons, statistically and scheme-wise. Good for our group that they've got a bunch of guys that may or may not play. You're going to be without your leading tackler. The best defensive player in the game right now is playing with one arm. They're without their other starting defensive end. I don't know what Denzel Ward's status is. You're going to catch him at the right time. So this is what I'm saying. Go to go to Cleveland and do what the Rams did. Yes. Go to Cleveland and do what some of these other teams did. And guess what? Then the conversation becomes entirely different. That's why it's such an intriguing game. Absolutely. That's why at 5-8, and eight, again, like we have said, Waddle and I will never, ever, ever root for 5-8 and eight and being in the hunt in most years. We will never be cheering for mediocrity. We have, we have wanted a rebuild because we wanted to get out of the mediocrity. But considering where they were, you've got to use that in the calculus, and you've got to think about that. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. snoop Sylvie's watching his phone now as we are uh, actually back. Who are you texting over there? Danny. Oh, Danny. Uh, would you like for me to present to you my uh, the article that I found? I thought it was pretty interesting. It's very long, as a Bill Barnwell uh, presentation is. Very, uh, con- you know, yeah, he, consistently long. He, but he, a very he, good writer. He does not have a uh, word limit. No. Word count limit? Yeah, yeah. He... I was going to say there's, he's the king of the word salad, but that would be a negative connotation, and I don't mean it that way. Matt Nagy's the king of the word salad. By the way, do you, you saw what Patrick Mahomes said to uh, Kadarius Tony? Didn't we talk about that yesterday, BU? Yeah. yeah, really? yeah that's, but not, he, not he, didn't, he didn't cite uh, Nagy, did he? No, he just, but, you know, that's he, kind he, of the trickle-down. That's the trickle-down effect. Did Nagy get it from – because he did cite um, – uh, he did. Did you get from Andy Delaware? Reed, when he, he, Delaware? he said Andy Reid. That that's what Andy Andy Reid preaches. So do you think Nagy got it from Andy Reid? I don't know, but like it's, it's like getting a message from one person and getting the same message from the other person, but yet you know that when the message comes from this person, it's got a different meaning and it's coming from a different uh, place oh, than when you course. get it from this person. Sure. 
Absolutely. So, all right, ben, Bill Barnwell, in his latest masterpiece, came out today, ranking NFL head coaching openings, head coach openings for 2024, the best and worst jobs. And he had come to the conclusion that how many do you think that he has listed here? Well, you told me 10. Well, so the answer is 10. Uh, okay, so from... I, I, which, by the way, I don't believe there will be 10. May not, but he had to consider the but possibility Did he, did that he consider Pittsburgh, even? Because uh, I, I, uh, they're, they're not getting rid of or trading I, I Tomlin, so. are they? I, I, I don't think so. I mean, that would be something that he would... I think he would be. Did he list the teams? He, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm telling I'm giving you a 10 to 1. Okay. It's a list. Okay. He's got a list. You right, love let, a good let, list. Let me, call up, let me call up my standings here just so I can, so I don't. Do you want me to give you the, the 10 teams? No, and then you no. can decide which order? No. Okay. No. So we're having a little fun here. We're having a little game. That's all we do is have fun. I wouldn't say that. We're also no, very, no. very informative as well. But uh, he is basically I'm suggesting. If the Jets are on that list. He says also keep in mind that a lot can change in a season, um, you know. So there's still things, but there are ten teams on his list that might credibly make a change this off season, and there aren't so uh, there aren't ten good candidates out there for those jobs. Was his conclusion as well? He says, uh, how, about, how about I give you this? I, this will give you a little bit of a hint, okay? No, I don't want a hint. Well, I, I just want to read you the damn article for the second. Uh, okay, you do you. Th- there would be a friend. Be you, Waddle. There would be a friend. Yeah, it means the same if it came from you as it came from Nagy. Uh, l- there would be a frenzy if Ray- Vrabel, McDermott, or Tomlin became available. In a league in which every team owner wants the exciting young offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick Jr. are going to need it personal assistance to field all of their calls. So he has come to a list of 10 teams, and he has ranked them from least desirable to most desirable. All right, so uh, Vrabel would go to New England. I mean, don't you agree that it, that Kraft would do everything possible to bring, bring Vrabel I believe home? that if, in fact, Bill Belichick is... They come to the conclusion that the relationship is done. I believe, yes, that Vrabel would be the guy to go to New England. But that doesn't have anything to do with where Bill Barnwell You want me to give you the teams that I think? I'll go division by division, okay? And and, and I I want them in terms of also he's ranking the desirability. Right, of course. Of course. I'm I'm just giving you the teams first, and then I'll... Uh, I won't rank all of them, but I'll give you where I think the Bears are, of course, or like what I think the least. Like I think the Carolina Panthers would be, Carolina would probably be one of the least desirable jobs because of the meddling owner, the continuity that he's just changing jobs out, and the lack of a number one overall pick. So I would think from one through ten, they're probably ten. For the sake of timing, you are correct. The Carolina Panthers are number 10 for many of the reasons you just mentioned. Bill uh, Barnwell is is more effusive with the explanation why, but I think you summed it up perfectly. Um, So if I go division by division, I don't believe there's a job in the NFC West that is going to be available. I think um, unless McVay shocks everyone. Uh, they have a new coach in Arizona. Seattle's fine. The Rams in San Francisco. In the NFC South, we know Carolina. I think the Saints will probably be open. Um, they've they've 
Many people believe that the Falcons' job is right now okay. Fowler's reporting, but I, I think he's put the Falcons in there. Saints are on the list. So the Saints are on the list, and I believe the Falcons are on the list. And you would be uh, correct. Okay, so the Bears are obviously on the list. Bears are on the list. And I believe that's all in the division. Um, in the East, uh, the Commanders are on the list. Yes. And I I don't think the Giants are on the list. Are the Giants on the, the Giants are not on okay, the list. Okay, good. All right, and then in the AFC West. Obviously, the Raiders are on the list. The Raiders are on the list. And so are the Chargers. The Chargers are on the list. Uh, In the AFC South, it's it's only, like, he he mentioned the Titans, so I think for the sake of the argument, he's... There's no team on the South. Oh, there's no team. So he did not include the Titans. Um, The AFC North... There is no team on the list. No, I think every team in the AFC North currently is above 500. Yep, and they could all make the playoffs. And the AFC East, the Patriots are going to be on the list. Yes, sir. This is where it gets interesting. I think I, I haven't counted how many I've given you, so I don't know where I we're think at. You, you, there was, did, you mention, did you mention another team in the NFC South? You gave me the Atlanta Falcons. You gave me the Carolina Panthers. You also gave me... Uh, the New Orleans Saints. Oh, the Bucks. The Bucks are, the Bucks are, are also there. on the okay. list. Are we at ten? We're close. Are, are, are the Jets on the list? The Jets are on the list, and then the Bears are on the list. You said that, so you've got the ten. It's Atlanta, okay. Carolina, Chicago, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Patriots, the Saints, the Jets, the Bucks, the Commanders. Not the Bills, then. Like there, no. are, there, there. No. Some people think that the, who knows what they could do. Okay, so we've got the ten. So you've identified the least desirable destination. Now let me sit, let me identify Stew the best. Do a little bit. Let me identify. Oh, you want to go from from one? Yes. To, okay. I, I've identified the least. Okay. And now let me identify the best. And I'm going to say that the best job in the National Football League is the Chicago Bears. A touch anticlimactic, but yes, the Chicago Bears, according to Bill Barnwell is the most desirable head coaching job if it becomes available. The pros, draft capital, access to potential star quarterback, and a young roster. Cons, high-stakes decision to be made immediately, significant work needed on line of scrimmage. He goes on to say, bear with me because you know he's very wordy, but I think his words are important. Thanks to the trade with the Panthers from last March, the Bears have a 99% chance of landing one of the top two picks in the 24 draft. They've just under a 95% chance of landing the number one pick outright, which would put them in an enviable position. They would be able to keep Fields, use the pick they're landing from Carolina to trade down in a massive franchise-altering amount of draft capital. They could also draft Drake May or Caleb Williams and trade Fields to one of the teams that isn't in position to land its new passer. Plus, their own pick is projected to land at seven, which gives them even more flexibility. Um, he goes on to say some of the stuff about you know all that we have said, but they've they have shown signs of life on both sides of the football and could be seven and six with some better work holding on to fourth quarter leads this season. Even the most hardcore fans would admit there's more to be done to build this team into a contender. Montez Sweat will lock down one edge rusher spot for years to come, but the Bears need a second edge rusher and an interior disruptor. 
Braxton Jones might not be the long-term tackle. If free agents Jalen Johnson and Darnell Mooney leave after the season, the Bears will have to add new starters at wide receiver and cornerback. They still need stars on both sides of the football with the league's third youngest roster. The players polls has added over the past couple of seasons still have time to develop. This would be, will be, the most important offseason of his tenure, given that the general manager will need to make decisions about whether he wants to replace his coach and quarterback in a matter of weeks. While it can be nerve-wracking to see the coach before the new hire get fired two seasons into a rebuild, I don't think polls will lack for options if the Bears want to lean toward a more offensive-minded replacement for Eberflus in 2024. So, Bill... Barnwell has your Chicago Bears as the most desirable head coaching job if, in fact, it is open. It's pretty interesting. So what do you, like, again, I agree with him, him too. So would you then, why would you then go against the grain if you have the most desirable job and keep a coach you're still not sure about? Just like the quarterback, like we've talked about. I think you have to be open to upgrading in all areas. Your mind has to be open to all of it if you're Ryan Pulse. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you want to know who number two is real quick? Uh, uh, the Ram? I mean, the Chargers? Yes. yes. Think about it. you got Justin Herbert. Number three, he has the Falcons. Some young talent there. Number four, he's got the Jets. Number five, he's got the Patriots. Number six is the Bucks. Wow. Number seven, the Commanders. Not Vegas on there, huh? Number eight is the Saints. Number nine is the Raiders. And number 10, as you mentioned, was the Panthers. I just thought when you get some time, if you want to read, I thought it was a really interesting article. I'm glad you shared that with us. All right, coming up next, Jeff Passan. Um, Are the Cubs truly a sleeping giant, or are they just sleeping? And uh, when will the White Sox trade Dylan Cease? And what was their owner doing in Nashville? Jeff Passan fills us in on all of that stuff coming up next.